That's what we like on the show volume. All right. All right. So uh, welcome baseball fans. It is the new year. It is the first episode of the new year. No, technically it's the second episode because I dropped a tiny little blurb of um, a conspiracy theory. Um, that was going to be our first episode. So you were technically our second episode. Um, and obviously you guys can see if you were on YouTube, these are not my usual co-hosts. Shelby, unfortunately cannot make it tonight. Um, she had a tiny situation that she can may or may not say it, but anyhow, um, these lovely ladies are the co-host and host of the No Crying in Baseball podcast. We have Patty and Potty Mouth with us. I say us like I have a mouse in my pocket. I don't. It's just, just <laughs> it's me. It's the royal we. It's okay. It's, yeah. It's well, I mean, it's it's we. So I have my drink. So maybe it's maybe it's my drink and I. Let's, it could yeah. be. Yeah. So I'm I'm drinking bourbon and I will I will suffer through the bourbon because that is the name of the show. But I've got my Bloody Mary on the uh, on the other hand. So are y'all are y'all drinking? Patty and Potty Mouth. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely drinking. I was told that it didn't have to be bourbon, which was because I didn't have bourbon in the house, but I would have purchased some because I actually do like a caramel colored liquor very much. But I'm drinking um, Chachos, which is a locally distilled jalapeno infused aguardiente. And Ooh. I've got it um, diluted a little bit because I want to be somewhat coherent with some lime seltzer, which makes it just right. But if I have a coughing fit, it's the jalapeno hitting me just right. Coherency is overrated on this podcast. That's I not, figured you'd understand. That's not one of those <laughs> yeah, that, we, yeah. that we care about over here. But what is an a what is an a, a guardiente? Aguardiente. It's a it's a sugarcane liquor. Um, yeah. So Chacho's is, is actually named for a llama that the owner met when he discovered, I guess, aguardiente. I got nothing. It's just very delicious. They have three kinds. They have the original. They have this one is the barrel aged because I like a caramel colored liquor. So I'm, I'm more of the, the bourbon, the rye, gotcha. the whiskey person. Uh -huh. So it has that kind of rounded thing. They also have another one where they said, well, they made a mistake and they put in four times the jalapenos into the <laughs> recipe and they were going to pitch the whole batch. And they said, hold on a second. Let's try this. And they tried it and they slapped a label and I'm no kidding. It's in masking tape and it just says Diablo and they sell it. <laughs> That is awesome. Yeah, it was too much for me, but I did, in fact, gift one to to a sibling. <laughs> the rest of my siblings got the barrel age because they're much more reasonable people. Yeah. And, and what are you drinking, Potty Mouth? I am drinking Basil Hayden, which is oh, a lovely bourbon recommended by my sister-in-law originally. And when I walked into the liquor store on the way home thinking I need some bourbon because I do appreciate bourbon it was right there was like the the end cap right there on sale and i was yeah happy shopper grabbed a bottle so and came it, home it, and it i have it you. in my boston wicked big shot glass because i'm a you're not a wicked so big much shot of a wicked boston. big shot but i'm a wannabe <laughs> wicked big shot from boston you are a mass well, i am yeah, a, yeah well, i'll admit that like, i will at, at some point we can talk about um how disappointing the red sox offseason <laughs> You know, that was one thing I was like waiting for in your last episode, Susie, is I'm like, I'm waiting for them to mention a Red Sox, play any Red Sox player, like any category, nothing, nothing. Sorry. You talk about but them just, enough for anybody. Just, just, you, just you wait and see. Just you wait and see. Sorry. Well, you know, like Jeter Downs may have a great year for somebody else. I don't know. Well, now I'm going to be able to see him up close and personal because he's going to be here at the Nationals. So, oh, that's right. I yeah. yeah. They picked him up. Yep. Oh, so that's kind of cool. And watch him yeah. do really well here. And, you know, it, it'll be happy because we get to go. That's the park that we get to go to because that's where yes. we live. But, yeah. 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 We also well, get to so go to Camden Yards, but you keep leaving that part out. We do. <laughs> we do. Well, we can take the Metro to Nats Park. That's true. And we do go to Camden Yards a lot. And if anybody wants to know of a really good place to drink before the game at Camden Yards, hit us up because we got the brewery for you. Well, I will say we we have the we as in the Astros fan base, we have two teams that are our daddies. And two that you wouldn't think would be our daddies. The Oakland A's. Hmm, which ouch. Exactly. I was shocked exactly. when you said that in the last show. Yeah. Yeah. The Oak the the only team to have swept us last season the oakland days that's wild that's really kind it, of stunning it, tr yes yeah apparently no, apparently when you. the team is below 500 we are just so scared and we cannot play to our to our capabilities i don't even know is that it so, or, do you get, or does it the, the players get a little full of themselves like oh i don't have to worry about this one they're under 500 
No, <laughs> I, I, I don't even know. I don't even know. It's just mine. It's just, it's mind boggling. It's so it's the Oakland A's and the Baltimore Orioles. Um, and I don't, so like your the, the pitching for, for Baltimore, you got some, you got some guys over there that are good, but their numbers do not reflect how good they are. Yep. And this so when we, when we face them, we're like, oh, we got this. No, Dean Kramer said, hey, guess what? I'm going to throw eight and three quarters, no hit innings against y'all. And we're like, Dean Kramer, like, who the fuck? Look him up. Where the the heck is he? Yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, okay. So I see you. I see you, Mike Elias, with your analytics and your coming from the Astros front office. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. I see you. And that's okay. So it's it's the A's and the Orioles. But sneakily, sneakily, the Orioles... um, Position players, hats off because I will watch Adley Rutschman all day. Yeah, yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. And so, like for the record, my my son is named Camden for Camden Yards. So, like we've been in it, like you know, like we're we're deeply in it. The kid's twenty one, so like you know, we're not just a flash in the pan. Hey, they were cool this year. It's like it's forever. Right, right. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm dedicated going to Camden Yards because that's the closest place I can see the Red Sox often. So that's that's my dedication. But what happens when they move Kike to shortstop? Oh my God, that would be hysterical. <laughs> it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. At you know, maybe he'll be at second, and Trevor Story will go to shortstop. But you know, I will watch Kike anywhere, and we may have gotten center field seats last year just in order to be close to Kike. Yes, so if if when Kike ends his baseball career, he needs to go into broadcasting. Did, Did you, you watch him? Yes. yes. <laughs> And, uh, I don't even know what that was. Is that was that the hockey team? So the so like yes. the field turns into a hockey rink. Is that what it is? So every year there's a winter classic somewhere, and uh-huh. this year it happened to be at Fenway. And they, I think it was the second time that they've done it there. But they yeah they turned the baseball diamond into a hockey rink, and it looks so tiny. You know, it's really funny when you see it from the air. Yeah, because I mean you know it's just this 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 this. You know, this rectangle in the middle mm-hmm. of the field, and yet the commentators were talking about, oh, yeah, the sun's coming up behind home plate. And, like, they don't know where home plate is because they're on an ice right. rink. But they also had, like, here's the platform over here where we've got the Boston Pops completely set up on the field. <laughs> and here's where we have the, you know, the honorary, what was it? It was a, 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 pitch, a puck pitch. Yes, I was about to say that was our that was my favorite part was the puck pitch. <laughs> and like then you have to say it ten times fast. And right. it was um Bobby, Bobby Orr, Orr, which is just like, like that's from, from my youth, everybody's hero. Um pit pucking I don't know. <laughs> flicking the flicking the puck. Flicking the to, puck <laughs> flicking the puck to uh, Jason Veritek. Caught it. He caught the well he let as Patty he put it, he mostly like didn't let it get by him. But you know, that's yeah. a skill for a good catcher. So is, is that what that is that what the kids are calling it these days? They Which are so I hear. Yeah, okay. all the kids, <laughs> right. all, all the kids, all of our contemporaries. Yeah, that's and, the of course I have to say my favorite part of watching a hockey game is continually screaming and Patty can vouch for this. Oh my God, get the puck out of there! Because it never like, got old. Half the game, and I just crack myself up because you know, the best the part was. Potty Mouth was actually trying to like multitask. And so she would scream, get the puck out of there when it was actually in the place that she wanted it to be for the Bruins. Like, no, no, you, wait, you don't know. No, wrong team, wrong team, wrong team. They switched we were cross-trained. We were cross-trained. They were all black and gold also. Both they were both teams. teams. Oh, Penguins so and the Bruins. It was, gotcha. it was quite a scene and you couldn't tell which fans were who, which kind of, you know, gave this a uh, hint of unanimity, right? This, everybody's just together in this. It was a, a, a unanimity. Yeah, was I was a, making anonymity. <laughs> I thought you were going to go for anonymity or no, or, no, no, no but unity. you were, you were. Unity would be the word. Unity. Okay. So unity and anonymity mixed together is unanimity. It's exactly yeah. what was happening in the so, Sands of Fenway Park that night. That's gotcha. So sure. Susie, when we do our, our podcast, we divide the roles and my role is <laughs> find the word that potty mouth means. Which is different than the word that potty mouth says. Oh, you mean thermostat. Okay. I really, I really need to take you around like wherever I go because nobody understands me without you. Take me to Miami. Uh, Susie, come to Miami with us. We're going to Miami, Susie. 
are your Patreon fans living for that? <laughs> right. Yeah, you're getting the bill in the mail. No, we we decided to suck it up. And um, <gasps> I had been drinking and I had a credit card and we got on the computer and found an Airbnb and some plane tickets. And just now I ordered some actual tickets to see a game. So like we're at least seeing yeah. one game. So, well, yes, we're so, going to the World Baseball Classic. We're going to see two quarterfinal and one semifinal games for the World freaking Baseball Classic in Miami. I'm so excited for y'all. I'm so excited. Come, Shelby, with, I've come been, meet us. Well, we've been batting around, like, do we go to World Baseball Classic? Because both of us want to go. I'm like, or do we go see, like, a spring training game? And then someone, I put it out on our Twitter, and someone had said, uh, the last time I went, I went to the World Baseball Classic in Miami and then just shot on down and watched a spring training game. I'm all that might be the smartest idea I've ever heard yeah. in my everness. I was like, that may be an idea, Shelby. And then um, she has a big girl job. And so she never checks her Twitter like during the day. And so at night I'm all check your Twitter, Shelby. And she's like, damn it. And then she has to like wade through all of the tags that I've, that I've tagged her in. And she's like, just, can you just tell me, can you just tell me what we're doing? You How it works do- for us is, is yeah. the potty mouth just screenshots things and text them to me through the day. So I see them. <laughs> yeah. Cause you know, Big girl job, not like, you know, public school yeah. stuff. like potty Right, right. Does. Like there's definitely zero reason why I should be on Twitter during the day yet. Come, meet us um, in Miami. Oh my God, how much fun would that be? That right? would be so much fun. So, okay, so we'll we'll, we'll figure this out. I'm, I'm, I was like, maybe maybe my Patreon. No, I'm just kidding. We have no Patreon fans. Um, we'll have to start an OnlyFans and do feet pictures. To, <laughs> to fun now. Oh, man. Oh, um, my God. But, uh, we, we shall see if we can, if we can figure that out. So we'll, but we'll talk off air on that, but okay. So let me, let me back up guys. And let me, um, let me get kind of tell you the audience, how I found, uh, the no crying in baseball podcast. So in my wanting all of the vast baseball knowledge, I started listening to all of the baseball podcasts. And I don't know, I don't know if you listen to a lot of baseball podcasts, but a lot of baseball podcasts are older guys, lots of older guys, so many old guys. <laughs> and don't get me wrong. I love old guys. I got one on my own, right? Like I'm good. All right. I just, I just maybe didn't want to hear all of the old guys all the time. Right. And so I literally had typed up women podcasts about baseball. Are there any in here? Anybody, anybody at all? And I found a couple. And a lot of them were not the type of content that I wanted to listen to. A lot of them did didn't have like I don't I don't want to say the meat and potatoes, but that's essentially what it was. There was there was Veggie not actual like, baseball content, right? Yes, <laughs> it was a lot of um, it was a lot of fluff. Let's let's just say that it was it it wasn't the content that I wanted to hear. And I finally landed on y'all's podcast, and I was like, shut the fuck up. First off. <laughs> There is one of the hosts named Potty Mouth. Like right from the very get-go, I was like, she may be my spirit animal. She may be my fucking spirit animal. <laughs> I think I kind of fucking love her. And then I started listening, like actually listening to the podcast. I'm like, these bitches know what they're talking about. I like it. And, and so I'm full of the pull quotes that we're going to use for our promos. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. I, you know, I, it's what I'm known for. Just the <laughs> super awesome one-liners. Um but that's, that's how I found you guys. And so I became an avid listener and really liked the, the content that y'all had put out. Um, and then was like, oh, we get to play fantasy baseball? Done. Yeah. <laughs> done. done. So I joined the fantasy baseball league. Even with like, all the yes. stupid rules? Even even with the stupid rules. You... I still don't understand how it scored. I legitimately still don't understand. But we could talk were, later. like, on top almost the whole season. That was, like, some Brian. sneaky shit at the end by Brian. Yeah. I shake my fist, Brian. I love you, but I, I shake my fist. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I – so I – but it was great because it got me out of my comfort zone of having to get to know all the different players and all the different positions and figuring out, okay, like which team, which team is he on? Like, how, how can I, how can I get all of the players that I need to get in the positions that I need to get them? Right. And so again, I still don't understand the the scoring on it, but I've loved it. And, but I, I loved the content that y'all put out. And I just love that you are a different voice, a different point of view, essentially in the sea of, of old white guys, really honest, right? And and so, um, like I like I told Aram in our last episode, who you know they have the Just Baseball show, um, and they are younger 
younger guys and they cracked me up because um i told them i told arm that at one point in the in one of the episodes they had po- posed the question is little uzi vert the best rapper of all time and i was like fucking sh- I, I can't listen to these motherfuckers they they are I'd- like fetuses i can't no, i don't know who nope. that is God. exactly <laughs> like i'm clueless well, so, like i knew who lil uzi vert was my my um my senior reps would tell me what gave me the nickname lil Susie vert and it, <laughs> it did not click until like four months later that that's where they pulled it from like did not i did not put two inch together but lil uzi vert is a rapper not the best rapper of all time. I wouldn't even put him in a mediocre rapper. So, so your nickname coming off of his was that a compliment or was it a little dig that you didn't get? No, no, no. Well, so Will Susievert is my is my nickname that my senior reps gave me. That like my little my high school kids and because I'm a photographer, and so in my in my day job, I have to deal with a lot of high school kids, and so they gave me the nickname Will Susievert. Relate <laughs> that was yeah, that was the nickname they gave me, and I was like. That's a weird nickname, but okay. Again, not putting two and two together that Lil Susie Vert was a uh-huh. rapper or Lil Uzi Vert was a rapper. And so it made me laugh, but it just made me laugh even more that they were talking about Lil Uzi Vert being the best rapper of all time. I'm like, I can't listen to y'all because you are literally five years old. Like, I'm going to have to go to Google. Right? Like you're not going to name like Nate Dog, like none of those, like Buster Rhymes, none of them. Lil Uzi Vert is the best rapper. I was like, I can't with you. I can't. Yeah, no, and who it are just, you it made even, me laugh. Right? That, that it was that they were like four i was like you are you are tiny fetuses and i i can't i cannot deal with y'all um but it made me it made me happy that you guys ha- were that different voice in in baseball and and not that you only talk about baseball but um you guys talk about the the dominican leagues the the winter leagues um the uh kbo um the nippon league all of those things that 99% of other podcasts don't cover. And I was like, I really like that content. I really do. And cool. again, like I said, potty mouth is my spirit animal. Because <laughs> Mine too. That, <laughs> she just all sure. of the F-bonds. Like, right. I, I love her. I love her. So um, when I told Shelby about the podcast, she's like, wait, what? Who are these people? Yeah. What? Mm. And I was like, it's these two women, Patty and potty mouth. And she's like, potty mouth? Like, that's her, I was like, that's not her actual name, silly. I was like, that's just what they call her because I was like, so I was like, just listen to this, just listen to an episode. And she goes, I see now. <laughs> <laughs> it all becomes clear. Yeah. Well, that's really so, sweet. I love to hear that. Thank you. Yeah, but yeah. I wanted to ask you guys, like, how, how did you guys start? Were you, were you friends and you just, uh, just talked to baseball all the time and you were like, let's, let's record this. We're not even really friends now, are we? Oh, oh wait. Uh, we it's, it's like, <laughs> I don't remember how right? long. Yeah. You, you can take the lead on this, Patty. You're way more coherent. Yeah, we have known each other um, since our 21-year-olds were – actually, yours was in utero, I think, when yep. we met. So we've, we've known each That's other awesome. for, for quite a while. So Potty Mouth's house, the, the basement is set up for all the grand sporting events with a great big entire wall-sized projection for sporting events. So we're all there for Super Bowls and important baseball games and, and all the things. So we were there one time to watch a playoff game in 2017, and one of our neighbors, who came to be called El Jefe – was amused by the two of us just shouting things back to the game. And he said, you guys <laughs> we are, don't know anything about that. Ooh. Said you guys yeah. are pretty pretty funny. Have you thought about a podcast? Like you understand that a podcast wouldn't be us shouting things at a game as it happens, although we have thought about maybe like, you know, calling an inning as a you know as a podcast sometime, you right. know, putting the putting it on mute and calling one. But he said you know he was trying at the time to start a podcast business. He wanted he said, you know what? why don't we try this? Why don't you guys, you know, think about what you would do if you had a baseball podcast and, you know, I, I, I want to learn about, you know, producing and all of this stuff. So let's try it out. And then it just sort of happened. And so yeah. we started during the 2017 world series. You might be familiar with that one. I wasn't actually, I, 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 was I, didn't, become a, I didn't become a baseball fan until 2018. Legitimately. I, wow. I think that's super admirable, especially in, in Astros land. I think that's super that's admirable. Right. I mean, for, for the record, I mean, for in 2017, we were clueless while we were, you know, recording while the, the playoffs were happening and we're very excited about the Astros at that point in time. But yes, we were in fact guinea pigs for our friend El Jefe starting his podcast business. And he just sort of got us rolling. And um, we had the, the the nickname 
was courtesy of Patty prior to the podcast ever happening. Because I said, as soon as he told us, you know, what you were going to do. And I was like, you know, when I watch sports, my Boston mouth comes out and I work for the public school system. Those two things don't work together. And he said, well, you can have an alias. And, and, and he said, well, what will, what will your name be? And, and P Patty, without like missing a beat, was like potty mouth. Like I already call her that when we go to baseball games because we have this joke that we do the toddler scan when we sit down in our seats. I do the toddler scan. You always forget to. <laughs> small child, small right. child, stop saying the things that you're saying. Yeah, because, you know, I get a little bit exuberant when we're watching right. a game. And, and you know, it, it never fails that the kid's like in front of me or on the side of me. Like they <laughs> right. try so often when we go to games with me and Mr. Potty Mouth and Patty together, I get put in the middle because there's less chance of me disturbing a child. <laughs> but like bourbon and baseball, Patty and the Potty Mouth was also partly alliteration is our friend, right? So yeah, so we thought we would go with that. So, you know, we've kind of like taken it on our own, but we just recorded our 272nd episode, I think is the one wow. that dropped today. Yeah. Plus there've been some in between there that are just like standalone interview episodes. So we've been doing this every week, almost every week since the 2017 World Series. That is, that is amazing. So um, like I said, Shelby and I, this is our technically 22nd episode cheers um, yay yeah Good for you. so um we we are and, and chubby and i we just laugh because legitimately if in you know like 43 years this job can actually pay us we will be so excited but until then we like i don't have I mean, i do care that we have listeners but Shelby and I will just be very excited to just talk baseball with one another and give um, our poor significant others a break from, <laughs> from all of the, like the rantings and ravings that we do. And um, the funny thing when, so I took Shelby's senior pictures. My husband actually took Shelby's softball pictures when she was like seven, wow. like actual, like That's in, adorable. like in game softball pictures because uh, Mike knew Shelby's mom and they worked together and and Shelby is like a badass softball player and went to um, University of Houston and won all kinds of accolades and was like 2017 like player not 2017 like 2011 I think or 12 player of the year and wow. like and she never ever like puts that out there and I'm like bitch I, if I was like player of the year I would wear a shirt I would have a sandwich board. Have you been <laughs> me? I was player of the year. So People like when, when she was know. in high school, you're talking. When, no, no. When college. In college. In yeah. college. Wow. Yes. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It's even, it's even, it's even more impressive because she, like she went to University of Houston, played softball, oh like, on a full ride. And she's a legit, like she's a legit athlete. And, and then I, and then me over here tripping over my own feet cannot, it's just not a, it's not a thing, you know? And so I always ask her athletic questions. <laughs> so they explain like, this thing that people do with their bodies. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, I don't understand what. So at some point in time, we are actually going to go and um, do batting practice. <laughs> and she's like, this is going to be so much fun. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Watching you. I was like, that's mean, Shelby. It's mean. But that's uh, yeah. So have you Anything ever had to talk with her about why softball like was was baseball not an option for females when she was playing do you know or was or softball the choice because softball is yes. a real sport you know yeah. pretty much especially um, for a full ride if you're gonna get a, yeah. a scholarship that's for sure so i mean she had played softball like i said since she was five yeah. i mean i like since she was little little that was that was the thing and there was no baseball and still down here there's really not baseball for girls like if you're a girl you're playing softball and right. that's unfortunate um, and I, you know, I, so I have, I have seven year old girl twins, identical girl twins, and they also love the Astros. Uh, they, How did that happen? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Did I told they get them from both could, sides of the family. I mean, are, are both well, Astros? They, the uh, Mike, Mike loved baseball. So like most of the stuff behind me. Yeah. Is, such cool stuff. See, um, is, is his old memorabilia from like the nineties era of, of, of Astros. Um, he played baseball in, in high school and college and all through his life, basically. But he he watched baseball. I hated baseball. Legitimately hated baseball. I was asleep during the 2017 World Series. Oh, no. They, he had to wake me up 
during the game. That's hysterical. Five. And he's like, he literally woke me up. I was I was sleeping on the couch. Alex Bregman walked it off. And I woke up and I was like, I don't. What, what do any of those words mean, right? <laughs> that individually I understand, but then you strung them together in a sentence, and I have I don't I don't know what you what you're talking about. Send me a newsletter. Like, Wait, one. I was like, Yay! Why the <laughs> fuck did you wake me up to tell me? This? Like I was so mad that he woke me up, and I didn't. I for forever I did not like baseball. I didn't understand baseball. I literally I legitimately asked him. I was like, So Jose Altuve is our shortstop? And he's like, No. Carlos Correa is our shortstop. I'm all. But, but then why is the one. shortstop? <laughs> I was like, shouldn't Jose Altuve be? The, he's like, that's not. That's I, not what it means. No, that's no, hysterical. Susie, just stop. And I was like, but so it's you, shortstop. So that, and he's like, no, just stop. I was like, oh, okay. But yeah, so I became a fan in like 2018 after after they won the World Series and all that. I, then I became a fan and and learned baseball and learned the players and then took it to the next level. And now my husband's like, can you just stop talking about baseball for just, just like one minute. Can we talk about anything but baseball? I'm like, sorry, I so can't do that. Was it winning the world series that like, and, and like getting swept up in that? Or was there some other event that like, I'm sure your uh, listeners already know this, but I want to know this. So. No, um, really. So, I mean, everybody, you know, he's like, I don't think you understand the importance. I'm like, obviously I don't like, I don't, I don't know any of this, you know? And, um, so I think it was a little bit of everybody was still, everybody was talking about the Astros, everybody, you know, and especially down here where we live, it is a baseball laden town, essentially. Um, all the little boys play baseball, all the little girls play softball. It's, it's a thing. And I'm like, uh, cool. Sports ball. Yay. Yay. Sports ball. And so, and then I was like, I'm like, let me, let me, let me kind of get into this. Like, is it, what I don't understand, like what's, what's going on. And so slowly, but surely I got into the 2018 Astro season and just kind of watched baseball and kind of understood it. And then was like, what's going on? Are we good? Are we not good? And then, I like, know? And, yeah. And then like, the, and then the Red Sox beat us and I was like, Oh, is that, we're not, so we're not good. Yeah. Those were the good uh, yeah. days. Well, and then, and then 2019 happened and then I was, and then I was like, really at that point, I like, I was really into baseball and like knew all the players and all that stuff. And then, um, my, and then my husband and I actually got to go to, to game, game one of the world series. Wow. And it was, and it was very fun. And then I, you know, and then we got beat by the freaking gnats. <laughs> oh, right. I don't know world what you series. mean. That one. That was I remember that one. World Series. We actually enjoyed that World Series from the other bit. end of things. A little bit. Kendrick. Although, anyways, yes. Yeah. Although the, the, the pain really for everybody from that World Series is nobody won a home game. Like, that's just weird. That's just that was weird. crazy. Yeah. It was so bad. It was, and I was like, and by that point, um, I, was, I wasn't all in like I am now, but we... I watched pretty much all the games. Like I knew the players and stuff. And then, it, and then COVID hit and I told Mike, I go, well, now what the fuck am I supposed to do? Well, you, I'm like, wait, wait. I was like, there's no baseball. What's, it's too bad you didn't find live? us then because I was living in Taiwan. Well, not literally, but I was like glued to Taiwanese baseball because it was the only thing that was happening in the world. And, and it turns out that like CPBL fans are just the best. Like they're just wonderful, yeah. wonderful people. And it's a great community. And, um, you know, not, a, not a lot of teams, but a lot of spirit and a lot of heart. And it just, it saved my soul through that 2020 yeah. mess. We watched breakfast baseball Yeah, in the morning. We're watching baseball. And actually some of the people who are, you know, listeners of our podcast, we overlap. They, they found us because of, you know, of CPPL and all of that. <laughs> awesome. And we've met a couple of these folks. They've, you know, we've, we've, you know, met up in here, you know, in yeah. DC where we are. And it's, it's real, it's a really tight community. Yeah. yeah. So, well, and yeah, I just, so COVID hit and then pin and I was like, what am I going to do with baseball? I, I miss all of baseball. So then I watched old games on YouTube, found Did old you games really? on YouTube. That's wow. a nice thing to games. do. Yeah. Yes. And then, um, would watch old programs on like MLB network. And I would, and I would see players that are broadcasters now, but players, but, and I, and I would look at Mike and ball. Are you fucking kidding me right now? I'm like, what is happening? And he's like, yeah, 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. well, when yeah. you're as old as dirt as I am, like I grew up with Dennis Eckersley and then I loved watching Dennis Eckersley on, on Nesson for the past few years. And then he just retired. So like yeah. just everything goes around, comes around. Yeah. So, so I've gone back and watched old, like old world series. Um, and like, and not even of the Astros, just of like old world series. I, could, like the, I have a like few Dodgers I could recommend to you. <laughs> Yeah. Well, so I would, like, I would just go back and like watch all these old games. I'm all, this is insane. Just watching the difference of how they play the game to now is just is just mind boggling to me. Um, but it's so and and Mike gets a kick out of watching me watch these games and just is so. Because he watched them the first it. time, right? Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so I mean, because he's what fifty one, I think. So he's yeah, fifty. He's our so, people. Yeah. But he, like, he went to, you know, like the original Astrodome. Like he, he went to games with his dad in the original Astrodome and he would tell me, he would tell me stories. And I just sit there like, oh my God, like a, like a kid on Christmas morning, just so enthralled by these stories and it cracks. And he just, he just, he makes me laugh now. And so, um, and now he'll, he'll be, he'll ask me <laughs> random questions, not about Astros, but just about like other players. And I'll just like rattle off things. And he's like, who are you? I don't <laughs> understand. But he's got to treat yeah, like yeah. bonus, right? Because clearly yeah, right. he was already in love with you, right? And yeah. then now, all of a sudden, you have this connection with baseball. It's like, yay, yeah. okay. Well, and he made and you a great backdrop, really. Like, how can you? He really did. He really did. Like, he he put a lot of work in, into into this. And when we when Shelby and I started this, he's like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do. This. I'm like, okay, go. Like, whatever. Like, I was fine with whatever. And um, I have gotten more compliments on this setup than yeah. Any, it's pretty any, amazing. He, he has done a fantastic job. And so he's like, he's like, I'm going to redo it. He's like, and then we're going to, you're going to be like in the kind of the corner and then you can have two walls behind you. I was like, you are adorable. I freaking <laughs> That is totally you. adorable. Do you know about yeah. our adorable drinking game? We, I do. I do. Yeah, Everybody so needs cheers to, to that. Now. So like, um, yes. on, on our show, if someone uses adorable in a sports context, it's not really a sports word. So we have to drink. So cheers and, to adorable. And there's a certain one of us that usually does that. So I'm going to have to drink. Although I'm like at the bottom of my third whiskey. I don't know how long I'm going to last here, Susie. I just think it's the person who refers to uniforms as outfits about, as, about right. the same amount as she says uniforms. So that would be not, yeah. not me. That yeah. Me. yeah. So, um, but yeah, the, it, it cracks me up because the, my, my twins, one of them knows all of the players on the Astros, their positions, pitchers, position players, everybody. and they have gone as far as knowing other players on other teams now. Excellent. And I was like, I, if, if Do they want to play on our fantasy team? They can. Right. Yeah, we've had, we have the kids as a group on the fantasy team, and yeah. I'm guessing yeah, they're they going to re-up. Those kids well, are 21 though. That's, that's kids yeah. in air quotes. Oh my God. At some they point didn't used to be in time. My, my children, my girls are going to make a fantastic baseball wife to somebody <laughs> very far down the road. Oh, very you far know, down the road. <laughs> that's way, way in the future. You yeah. never know what yeah. the future holds. I mean, they, they, they could just find themselves a fine, you know, baseball husband yes. while they're playing the game. I'm just saying. This is, well, no, so. well or, I love, or my, baseball I love wife. my children. Or a baseball I love wife. my children. But um, they, they have the same athletic ability that I do, unfortunately, which is not much. Not much. <laughs> so it would, it's going to take, take, take a, quite a bit to, for them to actually play the game. But I, they, they were like, Mom, you never why can we not play baseball? I was like. So uh, put them in little question. league though, put them in little league. So, so, I mean, that's, that's where it's, you know, started all over the place. Baseball for all is doing amazing things. And there are a lot of girls, there are a lot of girls teams happening all over the place. Um, but mostly, you know, in, in most places, the girls teams are, are more, um, uh, what do you call it? Tournament oriented. And yeah. the girls on those girls teams are in little league and they're Literally. busting through. And since Maria yeah. Pepe did it in what it was 1973, who sued little league to say, you know, girls can play in little league more and more every year, more girls are playing in little league. And just, you know, the more it happens, the more common it's going to get. And it is, it's, it's really like increasing. It is. Unfortunately, we are of the indoor people <laughs> who enjoy air conditioning. All right. Well, you're in and Texas. legitimately when yeah. they, when they go outside, they're like, 
I'm sweating, mom. I don't, I don't like this. I was like, well, I don't like Make it, it stop. Yeah. Make it stop. Yeah. My, my one literally pirouettes around the house. She, there's, there's no ifs, ands, buts about it. She, she will be, she's going to be my dancer. I have it's to fine. say about age eight is when my kid went from like individual sports to rock in third base. Yeah. Like all of a sudden it was like, oh, I have a rocket for an arm. I like this game. And it came yeah. out of nowhere. Like, like, but my husband and I, we know we're, we're both like big baseball fans and it wasn't taking and it wasn't taking and all of a sudden it did. So, you know, it could happen, right. you know, don't, don't, don't limit things right. too soon, but we, I mean, we, we shall see, we shall see, but little legitimately every time we try anything outdoors, they're all, I'm sweating and yeah. I'm hot. I don't, okay. I don't like this. See, it's also like, you live yeah. in a different kind of place than we do. We live in a right. place that, you know, is yucky some of the year, but not yucky for quite a bit of the year and you do want to yeah. be outside. No, 90% of the time it's yucky. Don't yeah. <laughs> but, but I, I do want to like, you know, reinforce what Potty Mouth was saying about, um, you know, when girls playing baseball instead of softball, often they are the only one or only one of a couple girls on their yeah. little league team. So the fact that these girls only teams are popping up gives them a chance to get more playing time. If they're yeah. on a team that's like, Oh no, girls don't do this. But a lot of them, you know, are, are more, much more embraced. Like my, my kid coached Little League for a while, and there was like one girl, maybe two girls. And it took a little while, but then she was she was integrated in the team. But these all-girl teams really give these players a chance to shine because yeah. they don't have to think about anything else. Yeah. yeah. They can just play. Play. They can just play. But but the biggest problem in getting, you know, girls to play baseball is there's not really a path for them because, as you talked about with Shelby, like, like the college mm -hmm. scholarship thing. Yeah, you know, right. there's not there's not really a, a a pathway built to get girls who start playing in little league at seven or eight years old to a college scholarship playing baseball. They're going to be like moved to softball. I mean, Monet Davis got moved to softball, right? To, yeah. You know, to go to college. So um, things are changing now. You know, there's there's many more girls are getting um, scholarships and showing up on you say D one teams, the Brown, for instance. But yeah. it's 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 a it's a long path, and thank God for places like you know you know, baseball for all who are paying yeah. attention to it and calling attention to it and get reaching out to these girls and saying, you're not the only one who's doing this. You know, there's girls over here who are doing this and maybe, you know, there's girls over here doing this. And if you want to come, so when, when they do events, you can go as a team, but you can also go as an individual. If you go as an individual, they'll put a team Ooh. together around these, yeah. these girls who are the only ones oh, in their cities that. that they know that are playing. And they, and they say, here, be part of a team. And it's their Ooh, first really chance cool. to play on a team with other girls. So it's very cool. Yeah, and often those girls will say, wow, this level of competition is way higher than what I'm used to because right. you're going to like the cream of the crop when you're going to these tournaments. And girls that are, you know, have been gritting it out and are serious about baseball and when they're all together, it's like a magical thing. So if anybody who is listening or watching has some money to throw around, go to Baseball for All. It's really a wonderful organization to support. I don't remember when it was, but we interviewed Justine Siegel, the the founder, director, everything a while ago. And she's just an inspiration. She's amazing. Yeah. So, and that was, like I said, that was another thing that I really liked about y'all's podcast was that you guys were calling attention to that. And so um, thank you for mentioning that. I will put um, all of the links for that in the episode hey. description below. So you guys um, can go check that out. Um, but yeah, I'm, you know, we were talking about uh, D1 athletes and I had, I had shown um, the girls, Olivia Picardo, P Picardo, Very I think. Good. Yes. Yes. Um, you know, from Brown that, that got the D1, that got the D1 scholarship and they were like, wait, what? And she wait, walked on, playing? like, that's what blows me around away about yeah. this, this young woman as a freshman, she walked on to the baseball team. Like, how does that happen? She was yeah. just a lot know, of confidence, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I loved, I loved telling the girls to her, her about her story about how, um, you know, at, literally every time she went to go play baseball, she said, I don't want to put my hair up. <laughs> I don't put my hair up. Well, you know, she you know, a Syndergaard doesn't put his hair up. <laughs> like there's definitely it's, plenty this of, is true. this is true. Yeah. yeah. But it was so funny because, uh, my one that loves to dance refuses to put her hair up for anything so she it's just a just a mess of rat's tails and all all of it but she she loves it she has her hair down all the time and she goes i can play baseball yeah with my hair down and i'm like 
Hell yeah. Go for there, it. Baby. There yes. are so yeah. many guys with long hair yeah. who play baseball with their hair down. Like we could, yeah. that, that one we could list. I think like, yes. like as far as like my baseball statistical knowledge, guys who wear their hair down is definitely up there. <laughs> as far as well, like that was, that that was could... another thing that, that correct me up about y'all. So you guys, um, was it one of your listeners that I- instituted the QHAR? Yes. Ollie. Yes. Bless him. Yes. Yeah. Ollie suggested because we, you know, we did have a grooming segment. Um, it used to be more of a regular segment. Now it's kind of an, you know, once in a while segment. But we did talk about flow. We talked about hair, yep. and and he said, you know, you know, QHAR, it's a quality hair above replacement, is a thing. We don't actually assign numbers to it. We just sort of randomly say excellent QHAR or terrible right. QHAR. Someday. Yeah, my mouth was starting to like, you know, based on one of my boyfriends I talked about this week, we can talk about boyfriends later. Um, I, I said he had a lot of hair, but I couldn't tell if it was quality or not. And Potty mouth's like, well, maybe that's a different QHAR, but no, no, we don't care about quantity of hair. <laughs> we don't care about quantity. It's only quality. I don't care if it's short, long, how much he's got. If it's right. quality, then it's okay. Right. That's it's was fun. So ex- explain the uh, boyfriend, boyfriends of, of, of baseball um, term to, to our listeners who are not as familiar with that. It sounds like it's creepy, doesn't it? I mean, just a little bit. When I first heard it, I was like, "What? what's happening here? And then yeah. you explained it, and I was like, oh, okay, I got it. So, you know, it, go ahead and explain it to, to the listeners so they're not like, uh, are we cougars? What's going on? <laughs> uh, well, and no. <laughs> go go ahead, Patty. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure. Mean, it doesn't I'm sound a, bad. Uh, okay. I'll take this one. Yeah, yeah. no, I mean, it, do, it, do, it does sound bad because, you know, I, but <laughs> I mean, just because all of these guys could be our children, um, but we basically, we, we in the off season, the, our content is largely profiling players. So each of us picks a player on every team. So, you know, we each pick 30 guys. And over the course of the offseason, we profile them. We tell you stories about them. It, it could be their, you know, where they're from or what makes them special. And, like, initially it was, okay, they have to be good at baseball. They have to, like, really like playing baseball. I like think they, they get that it's a game, that it's fun. And they have to have something else interesting about them that makes us want to have a beer with them. Whether it's philanthropy or a cool childhood story or some like crazy thing that they do or the fact that they're also potty mouths or whatever it is, but like something <laughs> extra that, points that, if they're actually a yeah potty absolutely right. That's my so pick. That we've actually we've picked boyfriends because we like their girlfriends. Yeah, you know, so that that's or happened. their Hello. mothers or their moms. Or their mothers. Their moms is a big big plus. Yeah. So again, baseball boyfriends alliteration. We always lead into the alliteration. And actually, a, a good friend of mine used to refer to guys on teams. Like, oh, he's he's my boyfriend. He's my boyfriend. And yeah. she did not like boys generally. So I'm just saying. <laughs> so it came from an honest place. Right. It came right, from right. a very honest place. Like these are the guys that we want to watch. And the cool thing about us having these guys identified is it means we can watch any baseball game at any time and know something about at least one of the players and by now since we've been doing this for so long usually a handful of the players and it makes every single game interesting because we know about these guys yeah and the the challenge is that we can't repeat a guy we can hold over one guy who is our forever boyfriend until we decide to change him (laughs) but until we get um, fickle yeah but but besides that we need to pick all new guys which is you know after what six we've done six seasons it gets a little bit cuts things down a little bit. So we've got to be creative and we're looking at rookies or, or guys that have just been missed and we're flying under the radar, but it definitely, you know, forces us to do our research and to look for something. And we have, we can't have assholes so that we definitely have standards. So if there's anybody who is even tainted and it's sort of like, you know, instead of um, innocent until proven guilty, it's like guilty until proven innocent (laughs) because we don't, you know, we can't fact check that closely. And the reality is most of the time, if something happens like that, there's there's something behind it. So if there's anybody so who's been, they, you mean to tell me Trevor Bauer is not going to be so never going to be a boyfriend? That's for sure. But we we have a list of guys who have been accused of abuse, or I mean that that's definitely the big one. So yeah, so we have a list of never going to be a boyfriend that we impose on our fantasy. Yeah, that's part of our too. boyfriend selections is potty mouth. And I then select from these guys that we've profiled and we build our fantasy teams for the coming season. So we're very limited by these guys that we select. 
But we do say, okay, all y'all who want to play are in our fantasy league, you can't pick these guys because it's verified that they're they're domestic abusers or right. homophobic or yeah. racist remarks or things that we cannot excuse. Right. There are other people <laughs> that like they may piss me off, but they may not mm -hmm. fit into that category. They may piss right. potty mouth off. So we say use your best judgment. Could you honestly sit in a bar and have a beer, be seen with this person and have a conversation that you feel good about. If so, great. They can be right. on your team, but you, you have to be the judge of that. Yeah. But I, I think those are the big ones, like abuse, racism, homophobia. That's you're, you're just gone. Like even yeah, if right. it was like five years ago on your Twitter, I'm sorry. We just right. can't. We yeah. Can't. And I think I mean, yeah. it's important to talk about, like for our podcast, we, we, Everything is in the context of baseball, but we do talk a lot about social justice issues um, because baseball has all kinds of immigration components. It has a whole big slew of labor and economic um, capitalism with the owners and all kinds of things. And we do talk about all those things. It's always in the context of baseball, but it just shows you that it's not just the game. It's like it, right. it's, it, it kind of expands into the rest of the world. Right. It's our microcosm. Right. Yeah. Yep. So um, side note. For your baseball boyfriends for this year for the Astros, yeah, take a mm. look at Hunter Brown and David oh. Hensley. All right, okay. wait. we got to take notes because both those names are new to me. If right. there was a way to capture this so we could play it later I and know. get those names down, <laughs> that would be I, awesome. Yeah, yeah, you know, so, at some point maybe that will happen. I don't, I don't yeah. know. That's right. So, so if so there's we, anybody actually out there who's who's watching, <laughs> listening, whatever, I don't understand this video stuff because we just do audio, um, who has suggestions for baseball boyfriends, we work our way up from the bottom of the barrel. So at this point, we are at, we just did Rangers and Rockies. Next week's is what? Did you? I knew you were going to ask that. I don't remember. I said it when we recorded. I don't remember. I'll look at it on Saturday when I start right. thinking about so it. Right. So that's where we are. So if you love a team who is above that and want to give us any, like what Susie just did, you know, I'm up for blind dates. Like I can, I can do that as long <laughs> Set as. Set us up like, with our baseball yeah. boyfriends for the people who right. finished higher in the standings. Yeah. So, yeah. so Hunter Brown and David Hensley, you will, okay. you will love, you will love both of their stories. Excellent. Did either one of you pick Chaz McCormick? I don't remember. Did we? I don't think so. And and okay. like your 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 homage to him is adorable, by the way. Yeah. Like, I bet <laughs> my, I my, Yeah, my, no, my, I think, uh, I think we talked to, about him a lot right? afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um Charles McCormick is also a really good one. So those, those are your three options that, that you have for the Astros. Um, Excellent. But <clears throat> yeah, so again, like I I loved the different point of view that you guys gave, especially trying to highlight women in baseball and women in baseball um, situations like Dr. Meredith Wills. Um, I will, I will put this out here and say that you guys are the first people to bring attention to the juiced baseballs and the different baseballs um, with Dr. Meredith Wills way before any other podcast um, even had a thought about it. And I'm like, how are y'all all so far behind? What's going on? <laughs> um, and I just, one, I just really loved that um, she was an actual uh, scientist that loved baseball enough to figure this Astrophysicist, out. Astrophysicist, PhD yeah. from Harvard. Yep. <laughs> and um, the fact that, and and also I'm, I'm a tiny, this, and this is just me grandstanding and, and, and being a, on a, on a soapbox, but I'm a little bit salty that, People are wanting to interview um, Brad. Is it Brad? Right. Brad. Right. And actually, that was. A... Um, versus. Yep. Dr. Meredith Wills, who is the whole reason that you have this data. I'm all Bradford. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, but, but Bradford wrote the article and, 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 yeah. and, and, and Dr. Wills said, you know, he wrote the article. So they actually did put him out there as the person to talk about it because it was based on her research. But, but Bradford wrote. The, he was the journalist who wrote the piece. That was fine. But so we still need to book her because she said she would come on our show, but that, that Bradford was doing the, the bulk of it. And that was a choice. Okay. That was a choice. Okay, now, fine. interestingly, she's getting a little bit of crap because the, the editors of the article uh -huh. played fast and loose with the science. And so some of the things, some of their word choices were not what her research had. And they actually changed a little bit of what the research meant. So She's been getting some backlash and really? it's because of how, what the editors did with the article. So we, we definitely want to talk to her about that. 
But I got to oh, say, wow. I originally found her a long time ago because um, she's also a knitter. And I'm I a love that fact too. I'm a crocheter. And she actually has a gig with the Baseball Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's amazing. Recreating knitting patterns to duplicate baseball uniform, like actual sweaters. They used to have like these cardigans <laughs> and stuff. And like from like, you know, the before times, like a long time ago. And she, her, like, that was a gig. That's her gig is to like create these patterns to knit these things. And so um, I actually did, like, she's done this too, but, but like I took a part of baseball for fun because i wanted to like see what the inside looked like and i knit a hat i mean i got crocheted a hat out of it and she's like oh yeah i do that all the time and i saw stuff <laughs> so that so we so, had a little we had a little handicraft bond that's amazing as i'm making shit up so i just want to correct myself her her ba was from harvard phd is elsewhere but definitely astrophysicist but i thought and in, in that she started with the baseball stuff because she was ripping them apart for the the yarn might have been that I think that, I that was like the beginning of taking apart the baseballs was using the yarn for crafts and then being like, huh, what's huh. going on in here? Well, why doesn't this weigh the same as that, for instance? <laughs> yeah. But we, we sort of met her on Twitter, like personally, because uh -huh. we sort of developed this um, group of people that I refer to as my imaginary baseball friends. Like it's, it's, it's some other podcasters, it's people who do various things around baseball and like, oh, I know this person. And then we just sort of ended up in this in this group and it's like oh are we friends now how cool is that so right yeah <laughs> yeah well and so um i i one i just loved that it was an astrophysicist and it was a female astrophysicist which mm -hmm. you know those two things typically in your head kind of don't go together most of the time because you're like oh right patriarchy. And plus baseball right <laughs> yes right and so but when that, when that study came out, I was like, I was a little salty that Brad, I was like, but it's, but it's Dr. It's Dr. Meredith Wills. Why is no one paying attention to her? And then, but I understand. However, still kind of salty about it. So That's fair. Um, if you want to, you know, if you want to put in a good word for, uh, for us over here, sure. Um, you know, and just say, Hey, if you want to go on another women led baseball podcast, that wants to talk to you about it by all means. Yeah. Um, Cause the. I don't want to say like the big baseball podcast down here in Houston, um, had Brad on. Oh, really? Like, it's yes. So, uh, super, super awesome guys down yeah. here. Um, they have, they actually have a media company, but also they do a bunch of shirts. So like the, uh, well, not this shirt, but a different, all, a lot of the players wear the different shirts, but like the H town versus everybody, um, like Korea and McCullers like wore the shirts to work out or something. And then they just blew up overnight. Um, they're called Apollo HOU. Super awesome guys. Nice. Um, we had Des on the show who was one of the co-founders, um, a couple of episodes ago hmm. and they, they had, um, Brad on the show and I was like, I'm a little salty. Just, I'm, nah. not gonna lie. I'm a little salty. Like, can we, can we go to the source? Can we go to, can we go to Dr. Meredith Wills? No. Okay, cool. Cool. We'll just be over here. Yeah. So, no, it's, but, it's it's okay. It's okay. Uh, Meredith is cool. But so, uh, if any of your um, your your viewers are unclear, this is an article that was in the Insider, and it's mm -hmm. um, Bradford William Davis is the the journalist who wrote the article based on the research of Dr. Meredith Wills. Yeah, and I will link I will link that article as well. And we uh, we down here in Astroville loved that um, the. Goldilocks balls. The Goldilocks balls. Goldilocks balls. Um, you know, we're just we're just very coincidentally sent to Yankee Stadium. Yeah. And <laughs> Yankee Stadium and World Series games. Yeah. yeah. We just we just love that. And I would pay one gajillion imaginary dollars for that Chas McCormick home run ball that does <laughs> right on over right on over that um that right field wall. And I'm like, I guarantee you, I guarantee you that that puppy's juiced. Yeah. So, yeah. so like, also though, um, Meredith takes needs balls, right? So if, if anybody has balls, she, I'm sorry, she what? She what now? <laughs> if if she anybody wants balls. has, right, right. If anybody has balls <laughs> that they're willing to part with, send them to Meredith. And, and you I, might want to add game, <laughs> balls. game balls, game balls, game right. balls, right? And 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 uh, Susie, like, we'll we'll provide you with. I I think we have the address. There's definitely send the balls to Meredith. Patty has a link yeah. because she puts it in all of our show notes. So there must be a link somewhere. 
Um, but Susie will recover eventually. Welcome to our world, Susie. Right, right. I'm and, going. I'm going to recover. Right, but but especially like a special shout out if there are anybody who has Cardinals balls because one of the things about <laughs> tracing the Yankee Stadium balls was that we know that Aaron Judge was going for the record. Well, Albert Pujols was also going for a record, and Dr. Wills does not have enough balls Any- to make a statement from. St. Louis. So if anybody is going to stop Louis breathing any time now, sign them up and send them out. <laughs> so this is, this I is just another wanna... reason why I started this podcast was so that I could laugh at twelve-year-old, uh, yeah, boy humor. That's yeah. how Patty I, often describes me. <laughs> I, I won't lie that when we started the podcast, El Jefe looked me right in the eye and said, "You realize you're the adult here." <laughs> <laughs> All right, now I'm losing my shit. <laughs> I love that. I love that so much. Well, I mean, on the, the last the last episode, uh, we were talking about the Blue Jays outfield, and we were yeah. talking about um, Don Varsho and Kevin Kiermaier and George Springer, and I was like, no balls will drop in that outfield. No. Unless you're a 12 year old boy. I just in which case, also- by the way. <laughs> That's just, that just blows my mind that that's the Toronto outfield now. Like that's, yeah, that's not the Toronto outfield that I know and loved, but. So do you, do you miss George Springer? I'm sorry? Do you miss George Springer or is he? I don't. You don't? Okay. I don't. I, I, I personally don't. There is a faction of Astros Twitter that will hang me by my toenails by, by saying that. Um, but I, I personally don't. And I wouldn't Um, even ask about Carlos Correa because of course there's no reason to miss him. I, it is Jeremy Pena season. All oh, my sure. God. Okay. And I like, picked him as a baseball boyfriend very early. It was a premature pick, but that's one that I'm now cashing in on. I am, um, but I'm going to be that creepy old lady. And I, if Jeremy Pena just batted his eyes, like, I, those I'm big, sorry, like my, beautiful like, eyes, right? He is. He he's, is gorgeous. He is if, adorable. if baseball doesn't work out for him, he can just go and start his modeling career like mm-hmm. Zach Wilson over there. But, but the you know, number just... of people who texted me about Jeremy Pena as if I haven't been following baseball for <laughs> my entire life. I was like, welcome, welcome right. to baseball. Yes. 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 You're correct. Yes. Yes. Well, and what, what really cracks me up is that he has, he has broken into that, that upper echelon of, of Astros, um, fandom essentially so down here we have a grocery chain crazy well we have a grocery chain called heb and they are known for their their funny commercials and before correa left um it was correa and altuve and bregman and they all had these funny heb commercials oh my god and this year jeremy payne just slid right on in oh sure and and it was and they have they have a really funny one called Salsa Night. You'll have to look it up on YouTube because it is it is hysterical. Are I don't you know serious? Who, yes. Right, if only I don't know who to wrote it on um, <laughs> who who at the advertising agency for HEB figured out a Salsa Night for for them. It is like it is Chef's Kiss because it's Lance McCullers and Jeremy Pena, Jose <gasps> Altuve, and Alex Bregman. And again, I don't I don't understand how it happened because there's there are other quote unquote rookies in there that that in Astros fandom have more, I guess, capital, you could say. I mean, like you, you got like Jordan in there, you got Kyle Tucker in there, but Jeremy Pena just batted his eyelashes and smiled that 1000 watt smile. And I'm like, yes, Jeremy Pena, but yes. I will, mm-hmm. I will buy these things at this store. Yes. Yes. thousand percent. Yes. <laughs> will you send 1, us a link or do I have to do my research on this? I will, like, no, I, will I think you can you- find it. I will send you a link, but it is, it's hysterical. And I will give all the props to the, the HEB, like the advertising agency that, that came up with the idea. Cause it is, it is hysterical and it fits their personality so well. And I'm like, shout out to Jeremy Pena. Like, I don't know if he went through media training or what he did because he is, he, does he have star power? He does. He has star power. That is the the je ne sais quoi, if we if you will. Like he has that X factor, right? Like yeah. And so um, I am one thousand percent fully on the Jeremy Pena train. Shelby, on the other hand, misses Correa because she she grew like well she I mean she grew up with Correa. Okay. I I say grew up. I mean she followed Correa since he was a rookie, and you know we drafted him since he had the whole ankle thing. Yeah, sure. Right. Yeah. And so I feel bad for her because she's like, oh, I kind of miss Korean. Like, I don't. 
I will I will take Jeremy Pena all day, every day, all the days, forever and ever. So I take Jeremy Thank Pena you. in 2020 when he didn't even play. Like I t- totally premature. Yeah. Totally. You knew something. You knew something that ahead of time. Was, you, sure. you knew. You knew. He he had that 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 thing. Yeah, yeah I gotta look um, back and see whatever I said. <laughs> But yeah, he's he's delightful, and we we love our we love our our shortstop forever now, Jeremy Pena. Yeah, and Astros Twitter was just in shambles shambles when they when we let Correa walk. And so like, do you I'm think cool. he's do you think he's signing with the Mets? Oh yeah, one thousand percent. Will he sign for twelve years and three hundred fifteen million dollars? No, absolutely not. <laughs> right, five uh, years, five years, yeah, five years. Yes, yeah. You guys yeah. were in agreement on this one. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be significantly cheaper and significantly shorter i'm just blown away that it's taken this long like i understood the cheaper and shorter but like here we are like it's just gone silent it's bizarre and well so someone had brought up i don't remember which podcast i was listening to but someone had brought up a really good point about the like the plate in the ankle about like the wear and tear and like life of it yeah they're they're thinking it that maybe the the shelf life of that of whatever surgery oh plate thing that he had yep. had put in maybe is at the tail end of it yeah and he'll be more apt to re-injure it or something like that so i was like oh that's a very good point and i i obviously haven't done my research on on, on medical surgeries of ankle plates you know but i'm like how I wouldn't think that there would be a, a shelf life on, on that, but you know, to be a professional athlete and put Wear and that tear. type of yeah, of of mileage on on you know that important of a joint, I would say, oh, cool, like, oh, maybe maybe it is a thing. So that could be a thing. You know, I and I don't know with like HIPAA laws and all of that fun things. I don't know if we'll ever be in the quote unquote no. But so, do you think if it's like you know half the millions? You know, like a hundred and you know fifty million dollars in five years. Do you think his quality of life would actually be different? I mean, it just seems like that's funny money at that point, and it's like just play, just take yeah. it and play. Uh, that's uh... yeah. Well, and what really cracks me up is that he was adamant here that he was not moving to third base right. or anything. He was shortstop, and he's going to end his career as a shortstop. And so the fact that he so quickly changed his tune, I'm like. That's that's not sus at all, Carlos Correa. What's going on over there? Mm-hmm. And you know, and I and I get it. The the Mets have put together a great starting rotation, um, and you know, they're they're position players. They've got some good depth over there, and so they they are a legit threat in the in the NL. I could see how he would say, okay, I'll I'll move to I'll move to third for Francisco uh, Lindor to play short. But there's more rings. But there's so many. Like there there are teams. Believe it or not who need shortstops. <laughs> I'm not mentioning any names here. Actually, we do have a shortstop who moved over in order to go to the Red Sox. But when you still, say we, you don't mean no crying in baseball. No, 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 I don't. <laughs> but but still, like if he wanted to just play shortstop, he could find a place to play shortstop. So it's, yeah, he wants a ring. He wants a ring. He wants another, another one. one. And I, there's, you know, and I, and I don't blame him. I don't blame him for that. But if he, you know, if that mattered that much to him, and I don't, I don't know how much, how much of a phil, philanthrop, phil, philanthropic, philanthropic. There we Good. go, philanthropic. See? I can do this uh, for you too, Susie. It's not just for Patty. I was like, <laughs> like Patty will help. What is the enunciation? <laughs> yeah, but um, I don't know how much philanthropic heart he had. I mean, because he, because Jeremy Pena had literally said that. Carlos went to him before the start of the season and and said, "You're going to be our shortstop. Like, go, be prepared, because you're you're going to be it." And so, I think he's good. Um, exactly. Uh, and so, I don't know how much of that is he wanted to give Jeremy Pena a shot, or if he wanted to be paid, or maybe it's a little bit of both. You know, mm-hmm. um, which is fine. And so, I don't. Again, I don't blame him. But it's it's one of those that I'm like. Carlos Correa, I tip my hat. Thank you for your service. Thank you for letting Jeremy Pena. Thank you for getting out of the way. And we appreciate you. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. So, um, but we have been talking for like an hour. It's a school night. An hour. On a school night. Man, that flies back. Just, just, just for, I was just fact checking myself. I picked Carlos (laughs) Correa in 2019 as my Astros boyfriend. And I picked Jeremy Pena in 2020 as my Astros boyfriend. So go figure. 
Yeah. You saw what was happening. Hey. Exactly. exactly. So, you know, I'm just saying you, I'm, I'm letting you in on a little Astro secret. Yep. Hunter Brown, David Hensley, Perfect. Josh McCormick. All, All right. three guys, delightful. Yeah. So, Excellent. Um, but I will, uh, I appreciate you guys coming on on a school night. Uh, hot <laughs> enough, I appreciate you drinking two and a half glasses of bourbon on a school night for me. I, Th- thank you for that half. I really appreciate <laughs> that. It was not really three glasses. It was the half. And it was, it was really a, a big shot. It wasn't it was, like yes, it was. It was my boss. It wasn't big shot. the church bingo glass that I was right. working yeah. with here. Well, you know, I I I I gave up on my. I get, well, and really, this is like melted ice right now. So I gave up on my bourbon, and I really started in on my bur- bloody mary. Oh, so that like, really yeah, has gone okay. down. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, the bloody mary is delicious. So your dedication to the, the secret, bourbon is adorable. It's easy. The secret is spicy pickle juice. Oh, get out. Oh, I like I like how you roll. How do, where like do how you get roll. spicy pickle juice? I'll I'll link it. I'll link it in the, right. in the show notes. <laughs> nice. nice. I'll send you the nice. link to Chachos for people who want the jalapeno aguardiente Ooh, too. It's kinda, super good. Wanted, yeah, yeah. That, that so might totally have done. been how we ended New Year's Eve, actually. <laughs> Patty and I. Potty mouth referred to them as regrettable shots. I did not right. regret the shots in any way. Ooh, ooh, yeah. So, but yeah, the, that's that's the secret: spicy pickle juice, zing zing mix. And some vodka. Okay. Anyway, so um, again, uh, Patty and Potty Mouth, I thank you guys for um, spending your school night with me and drinking <laughs> only only a, a mild amount of alcohol with me on this episode. I will, um, can we tell you, can we tell you, can you tell us, there we go, <laughs> where we can find you on social media and whatnot? Oh, that would be my gig, right. All right. Yeah, it and is. I'm usually about this drunk at the point in the episode where I have to say this. <laughs> so you can find us on Twitter at NCIB Podcast. Facebook and Instagram is No Crying in B-Ball. And the podcast is No Crying in Baseball, wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. And I will link all of that stuff in the episode description below. I say below like it's right here. It's, you know where to find it, right? Um, I will link all of that in the episode description so our our listeners um, can find you guys. And again, I thank you guys for coming on. Um, It it really is a treat because really and truly, you guys are my first like women-led baseball podcast. And I and I kind of love you guys for it. Oh, and we kind of love you so much. Yeah, this was super awesome. I, I am a Patreon supporter. You know, my $5 goes a long it, it, way. It totally so take does. us to Miami, man. Meet us in Miami. <laughs> right, we'll buy right. a drink. <laughs> yes. Shelby and I really are going to talk about that. So, okay, excellent. Um, but again, we thank you guys for liking and subscribing and rating the podcast. If you guys listen, um, we really appreciate all of the rates and reviews and stars and all of that fun stuff. Um, what do the kids say? Smash that like button. I think that's what the kids say. Um, I say that. The seven-year-olds? No, no, no. My seven-year-olds don't know what YouTube is, actually. They just they just say that to you. They, they don't. Yeah. They know. Shh. Let me live in my denial, <laughs> Patty. Goodness. Sorry. Sorry. Um, but again, thank you guys for uh, joining us. Um, Patty and Potty Mouth, we thank you guys for hanging out with us. To all of our listeners, we appreciate y'all. And we will see you guys next